and welcome to Logan Sounds Off, where I talk about books, music and a whole lot more. I'm your host, Logan Kelly. So hello and welcome to Logan Sounds Off. Today I'm interviewing Carl Patterson. How are you, Carl? I'm very good, Logan. How are you? I'm brilliant, thanks for asking. So welcome to Logan Sounds Off, Carl. Uh, for those much. who don't know you, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Colin Patterson. I'm from Kildare Town, a town you might know well yourself. Um, I, I've been doing music for all my life, really, but... Um, I only came back to it in the last eight, nine years and um, started to get into recording in, the, in about the last six years or so. And um, I've always loved music. I've always loved, um, from when I was a kid, I, 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 I loved listening to music on the radio, even taping it off the radio. Um, and um, when I was a, only three or four years of, of age, I... Um, my parents used to have Elvis Presley records and I used yeah. to take them and I, I didn't destroy them, but I used to take them out, out and I used to look at them and I just played them constantly over and over again on their old vinyl player. And um, that was my first sort of memory of music because I just thought the music was so cool. Yeah. And uh, I saw this guy on the cover of Logan, you know, the Elvis Presley, and he had this little sort of thing on his head little curl and I remember the night before my school photo remember I was only three or four now I got some scissors out and I cut my fringe without my mum and dad knowing so <laughs> I got into trouble but I survived that and um, yeah music's been a part of me um, all my life um, I just remember we had a white piano um, when when I was that age three four five and nobody else in the house would play it. And uh, I just used to go to it and just tinkle on it. Or I, I just took to it, you know. And um, i try and work out music, any songs off the radio. i try and work it out by ear. I was very, very lucky that um, I had a good ear for music. And, you know, it served me well all through my life. But yeah, yeah that's, that's where my first musical memory came from anyway. So... Wow. And then I'd actually read that you loved Elvis Presley. And I must ask, did you have any other influences growing up? Yeah, I'd loads. Um, I was lucky. I mean, I know, I know, you know, yourself that your mom and dad probably influenced yourself. Oh, big and I was the same. Yeah, same here, big time as well. Um, my mom and dad, they were basically they lived in they were Irish, but from Monaghan and Kildare, but they lived in London in the 60s and 70s. And um, they bought all the singles every week to buy these 45s and sometimes LPs. And uh, so they'd have a mixture of Irish musicians, um, pop Irish pop stars and people like, I don't know, Big Tom and Margo, people like that. And then on the other side, they'd have all the, the guys who are, uh, you like the Beatles, they'd have singles by the yeah. Beatles. Um, so I still have some of them around the place. Uh, Procol Harum were a band then. There was, yeah. um, do you know who they were into? Oh, uh, Buddy Holly as well. He was a big, a big one as well. And uh, Bill Haley. I don't know. He was. A, he he seemed to be a big one for them. He was kind of like um, 
I suppose he, he he was like rock and roll, the first sort of rock and roll um, oh. show band sort of thing over there. You know, wow. he was a big star then as well. Yeah. So they influenced me first. Um, and then after that, I had um, some brothers, <laughs> older brothers. And when they were trying to steal sweets off me, um, they were putting on their own records and uh, they were big into say, the late 70s, Logan, they'd be big into the jam, the clash. Yeah. David Bowie, yeah, <laughs> you like them. Yeah. Uh, the police, all good stuff, you know, Sex Pistols, because yeah. punk was becoming big. Yeah. And um, who else was there? The Undertones were another, they were kind of from Derry. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, uh, Teenage <laughs> Kicks, I'm sure you've heard of all of yeah, these. Yeah, yeah, quickly asking though, also Ramones as well. Oh, the Ramones, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. They used to wear these stickers on there. They used to have these go to the secondhand yeah. shops and they buy these old army coats and they put these stickers on their arms. So my brother Tom would have one of, um, he had David Bowie in one arm, he yeah. had the jam on another, and uh, the Ramones featured. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Having the jam yeah, but... on one leg and David Bowie on your left arm. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. Actually, strange, I've got yeah. the Ramones t shirt there. Oh, good um, man, yeah, yeah. And I. I I, I have one somewhere. Yeah. I have a Ramones t-shirt somewhere. They're a really cool band, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were a big influence to me because um, all three of them were, were into music and were playing guitars and they would... Uh, there was a band uh, when we were growing up, the, the Guilfoyles were our neighbours and they had a garage band going every Sunday. <laughs> and I think it was my eldest two yeah. brothers, Paul and Tom, would go over. And they play stuff by Joy Division and yeah. stuff by uh, uh, Teenage Kicks was a big song there. They play that over and over and over again. And uh, we go over as kids, myself and, and a few of my friends, we were no age, and we just sit in and watch them play or try to play. We thought they were great. They probably weren't great, but they were, were, they were great to us. And they made a big loud sound in, in um, the countryside, you know, and uh, on the Sunday. So it was something interesting in the area. And um, yeah, they, they would have stirred me on as well, Logan, to get into the music. And all this time, I was still playing the piano. I, I, like, <clears throat> I wouldn't have got much training in it. You know, I did a few lessons for a year or two um, with a, a lovely lady called Mae McInerney from McInerney's uh, Pub, which is called The Harp now in Kildare Town. And um, we used to go there maybe twice a week after school. For lessons so I did a couple of years of lessons but then poor Mrs Mack she she got very old and, and she passed away and I just kept going all the years um and they basically all my influences would have come from my parents my brothers yeah and the radio huge fan of the radio have the cassette uh, recording all the songs yeah. um Larry Gogan's big one top 40 so uh, try and work out all the songs. That was my thing. Yeah. Trying to work out the songs, you know. Wow. And yeah, so it's great. I, I really enjoy doing that, Logan. And uh, my brother Kev used to encourage me. Try to he try and show me off to his friends. I was always kind of shyer than everyone else in the family, unfortunately. But I, I I would be playing piano somewhere or in a keyboard shop or something, and Kevin would say, "Hey, look at this guy." And I'd do something like Axel F for one of those old keyboardy songs uh, from the 80s. And uh, next thing I turn around and there's a few lads behind me and there'd be a woo. And I, I, I just feel like running away, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, 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 I really enjoyed working out songs. And uh, that was my, my early years of playing music, in a way. 
being influenced. That's very cool. And then you're saying with your eldest brothers in in the band. Yeah. It wasn't just them. You were in the boat too. And that mm. you and your cousins formed the Vinylids. That's what right. What was that like? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to hear this. Okay. Well, what happened was, I mean, you know, there was a lot of years where I wasn't playing music. Like when I was in my early 20s mid 20s and that I, I was playing some cover spans around and you know we, we play around the country I play play keys so I'd be in the background I was quite quite content to be in the background and then um I was working away in Dublin and then about maybe about 10 years ago I wasn't so well and I moved back to Kildare moved back home and my cousins always my, I have two uh, two cousins in Monaghan two in Roscommon and they figured, you know, Carl needs a bit of cheering up. So they started coming down here to Kildare. And we started, um, my dad had an old workshop out the back. And uh, we used to go out there once, once or twice a week. And they used to drive down from like all parts and fair play to them. You know, we, we just started doing covers, you know, all the, whatever was going like Tom Petty or Oasis or whatever. Yeah. And one of our cousins uh, was going to have a wedding and we said will we will we try and do something in the pub for her will we and we we did and we did a gig and it went well and then they kept coming um we wrote a song then we wrote another song and um eventually we we started thinking oh maybe we'll record one or two so we called ourselves the vinyl heads and i think my cousin brian drew this image of all these lads with records on their heads you know and that was our kind of branding you know so <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing logan we're only doing it for fun as you know what i well, we, be better than what i do so well no i'm sure you're amazing oh, you no, know? Like, are, i, I think you... it'd be quite cool though this vinyl heads look i'm liking this continue please yeah yeah it was uh it was an interesting interesting look and um we we got in touch with a guy in in, in Mead in Kells, Martin Quinn, who I still record with to this day. And um, we decided to record a song and see how it goes. We recorded uh, one called, um, uh, what was it? Everything Under the Sun. And it was our first song. And we, we sent it into Radio One and a few stations. And a guy, I think it was Alf, McCarth Alf McCarthy, used to do Late Date years, years ago. And he played it. And we were, I mean, we were amazed. We were going, wow, this is amazing. How, uh, you know, to hear yourself on the radio. And um, yeah. we we kept going with the recording, kept going back and forth. And eventually we got an album together uh, under the vinyl heads and it was called Kicks. And the Kicks song was the main song. I kind of wrote that about Kildare Town, actually, about, uh, I, I put in all kinds of references to, uh, Chapel Hill and uh, the garage band next door, Gilfoyles and uh, Silken Thomas is in there. But it, 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 was, it was a song that seemed to get a bit of traction on the radio. John Creighton really liked the album. Yeah, he started John playing Creighton. it. Yeah, John, yeah, John's, John's a, a big a big hero of mine. And um, Same here, Ditto. Yeah, 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 he's amazing, isn't he? Yeah. Actually, I'm going to be uh, listening to him tonight. Can yeah, I, yeah, I, I'll try and tune in as well. I try and tune in as often as I can, actually, Logan, because he seems, you know, he's great at connection. He would play, yeah. you you know yourself as a fan, yeah. he'd play two or three songs in a row, and yeah. he, there'd be a connection there, whether it's they sound the same or there's an artist 
um, yeah. it may be connected to play them one and back and focus on another or wrote one or two like of the you songs. do you two and then you do inhaler yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> right, yeah like that yeah, yeah. Son, son son and father yeah, yeah. and uh, inhaler are great too aren't they uh yeah, up-and-coming band yeah they're amazing um so yeah john john got behind it and kfm and kildare um were, were very very good to me as well people like paul power there they got behind it and then over the years um Oh, actually, BBC Six played it, which was yeah, amazing. That I remember was, that going, wow. Yeah, that that blew us, blew us away as well. We didn't know what to do. I mean, we weren't expecting that at all. We were oh. kind of, um, yeah, a guy called Tom Robinson, who used to be an amazing, he still is actually, but he used to be a big star in the 70s and 80s. And he heard it and he selected selected the song as I think it was a recommend song of the week. And I meant that it got played every day for a week on BBC Six with Lauren Laverne and different people. Wow. And it was a it was a huge it was a huge deal. Now, unfortunately for us, we weren't we were just doing this sort of for the crack to see, you know, we sent it in to see where it goes. But we, you know, if we were a bit younger maybe or didn't have so many commitments, like the guys were some of them were married and some of my kids and that, you know, you would have to get up and go touring in England and stuff to back that up. Do you know what I mean? But it was, I mean, for me, music has always been like, it was just something I wanted. It was just something in me. And then the songwriting came, seemed to come a bit natural later on. I just enjoyed doing that. It was a release for me. So it was, it just gave me a bit of validation that I could probably write a song. And the fact that it got on the radio um, and then like Radio One were in particular really good to me. People like Lillian Smith, um, there's Cottle Murray as well, Feek No Brain On. Yeah. Um, they're all he yeah, he's amazing, isn't he? Yeah. He's still still really he's releasing a lot of good solo songs now, yeah. as well as the Hollows Flowers, you know. And he's a lovely guy. And all those yeah. people, they seem to be all genuine sorts, they're all really nice people. So I was really chuffed and uh, the cousins were chuffed and um I, I I kept it going since that. I, I I got on and to do another album. Then after that, Logan, um, two years later under my own name, uh, and it was called Hangover Moon. And yeah. Yeah. So it was. It went down really well. I got some nice reviews for that, and people in the Irish Times and and Hot Press and that. And that was that gave me even more confidence because I I've, my, my confidence is always a bit shaky in life. So to be sort of told nice things about yourself while I kind of don't know how to take it sometimes but it just gave me a bit of confidence in myself that maybe I can write a song maybe I can you know um, do these things get on the radio and make people happy and that you know and a lot of the songs you know would be kind of I try and write about things that affected me or real things in life and so it gave me a bit of validation you know um, that I could do this you know so so there you go So, so you know yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Are you a musician yourself? A bit like, of one. I'm learning guitar there. My yeah, dad's bass the guitar. there. I love oh, the guitar. Wow, yeah. And then I use a thing called Bandlab and Cakewalk. Yes. And I use oh, samples well, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I try using effects and stuff on recordings. And that wow. works actually out very well. And then I published an album. It's not very good. 
<laughs> oh well, hey, listen, no, that's amazing. Yeah, I, no, hey, you can't oh, come really on. say anything. Um, but I I made that on so, Band Lab. I released that. Um, and I actually wanted to say something when you were talking. Yeah, go ahead. You answered like nearly three of my questions. Oh, you oh sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm more amazed than anything. I was gonna ask, <laughs> I read that you recorded an album with Martin Quinn. How did that come about? You say answered that. What inspired right. you to start a solo career as a musician? You touched on that. And what was it like that. getting such a good reaction on your debut album, Hangover Moon, which you touched on that? So I'm yeah. starting to run out. <laughs> ah, no. All I'd say is about Hangover Moon was, um, I was, again, I went back to Martin. Martin Martin's a great guy. He would have yeah. recorded people like The Stripes. Um, they yeah, were The White Stripes. A, no, wow. uh, the, there's an Irish band called The Stripes as well. Oh, I think oh. they're S-T-R-Y-P-E-S. And oh. they were from Cavan. They were big. They were very big there. They were this making a big noise in England and, and America for a while, you know. And um, he, he, but he was, he was, he, he, he's a great guy. He was, he would play some guitar for me because I can, I can do the acoustic stuff. Uh, but he'd be, he'd have all the tricky stuff, you know. I'm sure you're yeah. pretty good at that. Oh, yeah. And your dad. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I can, I can do the the chords okay, yeah. and um, his brother Andrew would help me out on drums if I needed it, or I, I bring some beats. Like I use Cubase myself. It's just I, I kind of stuck them away, so I started using it years ago, and I've stuck with it. And um, it's it's uh, what I do is I prepare the songs at home, Logan, as well as I can, and I try and work out some decent sounds that I like to be in it. Yeah. And you do a little demo vocal in that, you know, and then I bring it to my to Martin, or I might send it before I go and give him a, give him a listen, and then he would, um, you know, we we get there, we have some ideas, and we'd start working on things from the drums up, start with the drums, and then eventually end up with the vocals. And um, he's just be, he's just a lovely friend at this stage, and we work together. As I said to you, I was with him there just last week for, for a couple of days. Um, that was my first time in with him for a long time because of family things. Um, and uh, so I was just delighted and relieved to get back to recording again. It felt so good, you know. And we did a couple of new songs, um, which will feature on hopefully the new album, which hopefully will be in the new year. I hope that wasn't one of your questions, but I'll come back to oh, it if oh, it was. I'm actually looking at the question going, <laughs> but now. it was really good a really good session you know it's, yeah. really, it's great when you work with someone like him who's friendly and patient because um you know i'm sure it must be very frustrating being a kind of a recording uh, engineer and producer that, that you'll get all sorts of people in and some people will be very demanding i'm sure i'm not really like that i'm kind of you know i listen Play i back. like to yeah, I like yeah. I, I laid back, but uh, you know, uh, you know, yeah. Martin's a, in quite, a good way. A perfectionist in a good way. Yeah, yeah, Martin is he's he wants things to be right, but I, I take on board what he says every time. And um, yeah, I've a couple of new songs done, I have some old songs done, I have some new ideas coming through. I'm probably going to put a song out in um, let me see, maybe the end of November or December. I'll tell you first about it when it comes oh. out. So that, Yes. So I'll give you an, give you an exclusive on those, those little secrets. Those little secrets, yeah. yeah. It might it might it might be sort of Christmassy. I did a Christmas song yeah. a few years ago called Lilytown. 
about Kildare. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. A very, that's a very good song, actually. Well, thanks very much, Logan. It's 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 quite a simple song, but I just yeah. thought it'd be nice to have one sort of about the town. It's very hard to do a song called Kildare Town. I just <laughs> thought we're Lily Whites, you know. We call it Lily Town, and uh, that is, I yeah. actually never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so I well. just thought it's it's it sort of t- took off a life of itself. Um, couple of years ago and a lovely person called Claire Blender Hassett who's an actress and a video maker she she took a lot of shots to Kildare with the Christmas lights and the people and the market and we got a bit of snow in there we got a few local heads in there like uh, Mario Corrigan and uh, Gons, Gons uh, John Joe uh, is in there as well he's a great drummer in the town Gons, Gons Hulan and uh, they're in there sort of throwing bits of snow at each other and stuff like that so it's it's a funny video you know yeah. but it's nice it's nice because it's about the town and I kind of I like to write things that I know and I just know about you know Kildare is, is part of me and it's part of you too I know but uh, it's just nice to have a song about the town that gets on KFM you know the last few years gets on Radio 1 the last few years so I've been very lucky um, in that regard, that I'll have a song like that, and I'll, I'll have a song that will have a kind of, it'll have a winter feel, I suppose. It might have a Christmas yeah. feel. Let's see, I don't know yet. Yeah. Let's see, but I'll let I, you know first. You're the first. Uh, <laughs> now, um, yeah. uh, I actually, I turned on to the next page of my questions, and what you touched on two others. I think <laughs> you did. I just shut up for now, will I? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. It's actually very handy for me. Um, yeah. So how is it getting the position number one on the RTE Airplane oh, yeah. Yeah. in November 2021 with your single Hard Listens Out? Yeah. Yeah, that was that, that blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you might get the impression that, yeah, it probably did because it's the last thing I was expecting was it, it to do really well. I... I recorded Heartless and South. You probably interviewed a lot of people and said, oh, COVID, COVID. A lot of things happened yeah. during COVID. Um, I kind of wrote it about being sort of, you know, I I, I do a lot of things from the heart rather than from the head. But yeah. um, I, I usually get impressions of people, you know, and I judge them. I'm quite emotional person, I suppose. Um, and being stuck in been stuck in the house and been stuck in and you kind of can't escape your head a, a lot you know you can go for a walk during covid you know what i mean and i i wrote the song about sort of the battles between the heart and head and trying to get a balance on 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 life and a perspective on life uh, during those times and um you know ultimately the heart the heart wins out the heart listens out kind of thing was was the idea behind the song and um yeah, it's quite piano-y in it actually as well, and um, I was really surprised that it, it got it, it went really well, and DJs were very nice to me. Um, a lot of local stations played it, and then um, the likes of Radio One again they they put it on their airplay list, which uh, blew me away, and uh, it, yeah, it became the most played song on the Radio One playlist for about three weeks in a row. I think it's this time last year. It was around October anyway. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So so that was amazing. <laughs> I kind of I was going, wow, what will I do with this? You know, so so yeah, so it's kind of I I like um I mean I love it's lovely to hear your songs on the radio, but sometimes I, I kind of have that imposter syndrome where I'm going, I look at I look at 
other bands and they're all the way all, all the time playing gigs and all that yeah. I kind of uh, since my cousins and that you know we did play some gigs and we did some festivals but without them it's kind of it's a bit harder for me to play play gigs you know what I mean so I've been a bit slow to embrace that but I am I kind of hopefully next year I will, will do a few more and uh, I did something back in February in the town just it was I was so I felt like a duck out of water um, you know for a while because it's the first time in years I, I'd sort of done anything so hopefully I'll embrace it a bit more next year when the album comes out you know what I mean and I hopefully hopefully I'll have an album out next year early next year and oh. that's the plan anyway I'm nearly there I'm nearly there, you know. Oh, wow. So yeah, Heartless is great. Really, really good to me, Logan. Really good to me. And uh Sorry, I'll always share it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thank and you. then you've touched on this, yes. Apart from many other instruments, um the piano. <laughs> do you play do you actually play anything else? Like yeah. you touch on guitar. Yeah, I've I've always I took up the guitar maybe in my twenties and just um I found it just a rhythm. I've always played with the rhythm uh, from even from the keyboard side of things you were asking me about heroes earlier on yeah. there were two two bands like say um like the doors and there's a band called the stranglers i don't know if you ever heard of wow. them they have, yeah, i've heard of the doors and the stranglers yeah certainly. yeah yeah well they they both featured um, uh, amazing really gifted uh keyboard players and uh, called uh, ray manzarek in the doors and uh Dave Greenfield, who just passed away there last year with COVID. And the two of them were kind of played rhythm. And I always got that, you know, they go do 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 And uh, I, I, I try and learn, learn songs like Light My Fire and songs like that, you know, be kind of big solos in it. And uh, so rhythm has always been sort of something that I would fear towards, you know. And uh, same with guitar. I found guitar sort of freed me up with writing songs start going oh this is great you know you really get into it and yeah. you move and everything and um I, I i i really enjoy learning the guitar because just working out chords and then trying to write write songs was a bit easier actually on guitar because you can kind of you know yourself when you're playing guitar you can let it let it flow and let it yeah. go you know and uh play a little bit of drums there's an old drum kit out in the out, out in the, I have a small little sort of practice studio so I've a bit of drums out there too and uh yeah that's a that's about it really I, I, I won't claim to play violin or ah. bazooka, bazooka or any of those things you know so yeah and then uh yeah here yeah, yeah I've touched on this yes any <laughs> gigs or albums lined up like obviously your album can you tell us anything else yeah um yeah obviously hopefully I'm, you know, I've lots of ideas and have to maybe a few more recordings to go through. Um, hopefully later this year, and you know, um, hopefully get the album out maybe February, March, something like that. Um, and then we'll do some maybe some local gigs maybe to to on the back of that, and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, as I say, it's been a it's been a while since I dip my feet into it kind of into the water of, of playing, yeah. playing live you know uh, it comes naturally to some people and I guess I can you know I'm I'm not I'm not a huge show off when it, you know but I I do love I do love playing I think there is something about the so many there's so many um great albums out from Irish artists at the moment 
um, like one morning in August uh, from Waterford. Um, Jack L has an album coming out soon. Sive had the brilliant album out this year. She's from North Kildare. Claire Sands, she's from the West Farn. She sent me her album. I just arrived, arrived today. It's kind of a mixture of Irish Irish stuff and Irish language stuff as well. It's amazing. So there's so many albums out there. And, and next year, hopefully, I'll, I'll have mine out there, maybe February, March. All going well, Logan. And, um, you know, it's there's so much good music out there. So it's hard to get on the radio. It's hard to get, get heard, you know. But um, all I can do is make it and put it out to the world and see how it goes. And hopefully people will will like it and appreciate it. And um, yeah, I'd be um, I'm always I'm always blown away. I'm always sort of surprised when when I hear something nice about something I've done. And I just hope that continues because <laughs> uh, it's it's nice to be nice, as Pogba should say. You know. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's it. You know, I, 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 that's my plan for next year. Hopefully, that'll, that'll, um, that'll happen, and uh, we'll see how the gigs go with it. Hopefully, yeah. there'll be a few looks at least in a way, and maybe a launch night and stuff like that. So, yeah, something to look forward to. Well, I've run out of questions. No problem. Um, but I just want to say thank you so much, Carl, for coming Listen. on because it's, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you and a bit of crack too. Which means we need a bit of that on the podcast. So thank yeah. you. No problem, Logan. Let me say you're a little hero of mine now because you know I'm amazed at what you do. Not just music, you do your no uh, reading reading reviews as well. And I'm going to get my wife to listen to your podcast because she's a voracious reader, and um, she will she will lap up um, some of your recommendations and uh, my nephews too actually as well. Thank you. So, uh, and actually, a book. That I'm going to be reviewing pretty soon is a Dave Fanning book called The oh, Thing wow. Is. That's literally it's a brilliant. Oh, brilliant! That it's a biography that I'm going to be doing soon. Oh, and, fantastic! Uh, I hope that gets some kind of response with it. I'd say you'll. I'd say you'll get Dave yeah. on at some stage. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. an amazing guy. Isn't well, he? I met Dave. Did you? Uh, yes, I met Dave. And I had a talk with them. We had a bit of a mini debate about Fontaine's DC and how <laughs> they were good slash bad slash. Um, yeah, and that was very yeah. funny. And I got a couple of pictures with them. Uh, and I've still oh, got wow. some of them now. So I'm very Brilliant. happy. Does Dave talk as fast in real life? Yes. <laughs> yes, he very yeah. much does. And I tell you, when you're reading the book... For yeah. some reason, you read it fast, like he's speaking to me. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. escape him. <laughs> you can't read me in his voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you talk halfway through a song. You'd be recording a song, and the next thing you know, and that was, ah, oh, God. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I met him, and he was very, he was very funny to talk to. Yeah, he was that's so great. funny. He'd be a hero of a lot of people, Dave Fanning. Yeah, you know? oh yeah, big time. Uh, so he's also my dad, actually. He was there yeah, yeah. when he was with Dave Fanning. On, on the outside, he was serious. On the inside, he was just like, oh, I can oh see you. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, thank you anyways. No problem, Logan. It's my so pleasure. Fun. I hope that was okay. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how it was. But anyway, it was a pleasure, pleasure meeting you on here. Too. And good luck with everything you do, because you're an amazing guy. I really hope you you you, you keep this going, because, you know, you're a star in my eyes. So thank you, Logan. Thank and take you, care. Paul. Okay, man. See ya.
Bye. See ya. Bye bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Logan Sounds Off. You can follow me on X, Facebook, and Instagram at Logan Sounds Off. And don't forget to subscribe and not miss any more cool episodes. Bye, guys.